Welcome to the Blessers of Israel podcast. I'm Rich Jones, uh, founder and executive chairman of Blessers of Israel, sitting in the studios today with uh, Pastor Ed Taylor from Calvary Chapel in Aurora, Colorado, just outside of Denver. Yep. And uh, sure appreciate you, appreciate your heart for Israel. Good to be here. And uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to sit with us and, and talk about blessing Israel. Um uh, you know that promise, those who bless Israel will be blessed. Um, you and I both, we love Israel. We love going to Israel. You go there very often. How many times have you been there? I think I've been there 16 times. Oh, my goodness, really? I think so. You've outdone me. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> and um, in many ways, I think going there is a way of blessing yeah. Israel. You bring in your financial support. But I think... There's more to it than that. There is more to it. I was thinking as a new believer. As a new believer, I, I, w- I was saved at a Calvary Chapel in Downey, California, and Pastor Jeff would go once or twice a year. He'd, he'd go with a group, and then every, every year the high schoolers, the seniors uh-huh. that graduate, that part of their graduation is to raise, raise uh, support and go on an Israel no trip. No way. As seniors. I hope uh, our Calvary seniors. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the senior li- like the seniors in the school. Like So if you graduate, yeah, yeah, when, you, that's what I'm when you graduate, but the seniors, you can go to, yeah, just, just so you know. No, I'm saying the, the high school seniors. <laughs> yeah, the high school when, seniors. When they hear this, they're going, we're going. Yes. When, when's uh, the program? And, uh, and they just went, actually. I just saw my friend took another group of seniors, and Pastor Jeff is out there wow. um, because he's handed the church over, and now he's doing a lot of Israel work. Work. You should you should yeah, connect with him. Yes. Um, at any rate, we were always taught. Um, Pastor Chuck Smith taught us that a uh, trip to Israel is like a year in Bible school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another phrase he would say is that the Bible is black and white and red. But when you take a trip to Israel, it becomes technicolor. Mm-hmm. Everything comes out. Yeah. And yeah. I wasn't able to go to Israel until maybe ten or twelve years walking with the Lord. So it was always something I wanted to do, Some, mm-hmm. but we can never line it up. We've got small kids, we've got a new marriage, I'm working overtime. We can never line it up. By the, by the time I went, I made a mistake, and I, the first trip I took to Israel, I led a tour. And that was a big mistake <laughs> because I'd never done a trip before, and I'm overwhelmed. Yes. It's an over like so. If you're thinking about going to Israel, I want you to think about it this way: think about two trips. Mm. Think about two trips, not just to save for mm-hmm. the one, mm-hmm. but think of two trips. The first trip's going to be like a like a like a fire hydrant. Mm-hmm. It's just the water. You're, you're just going to be overwhelmed. Yes, and you're going to want to take in every little second. Right. You're going to want to you're going to want to remember everything, yes. and you're going to be taking notes. The second trip is more. Okay, I've already done the tour. What part really blessed me? What area? Mm-hmm. And you know, you get the you get the topography, you get the timing, you get the climate, you get the people, you get the food, and of course, you get the Bible. I mean, even even though you do go to some of the places that are more tourist oriented, mm-hmm. you step aside, right. you 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 tell everybody you're going to be in some touristy things. It's going to be crowded, but you know, it was crowded when Jesus was there, That's true. and people were coming in That's and right. more um, in sort of a touristy way. Uh-huh. For the Passover and such, so there are some there there are some things to prepare. But man, it revolutionized the way I read the Bible. I can't read the Bible the same. And in fact, I think you've been there so many times. You have heard this over and over and over, where people will say, "I see it now, right? I understand." Like Mount of Olives, the relationship to the Temple Mount, the Kidron Valley, City of David. I see it now. I mean, it's like that technicolor perspective. Yes. 
And, and to me, I mean, that's, that's a wonderful reason to go. Yes. But I think there's even more in the sense that you fall in love with Israel. You do. You take a piece of it back with you. You, you understand that Jesus was here. Right. This, that your whole life is spent worshiping Jesus for us from a Western perspective. Mm-hmm. So we've got to really be careful what we're reading back into the text, our own life experiences, what we live with, how we're, how we, instead of, instead of taking the Bible as it is expositionally, right? Letting it speak to our, speak right. to us from the culture in which it was written, from mm-hmm. the culture which it came from, and going there, although there's a lot of Western influence there now. There is, I mean, yeah. you, you have to really be prepared to filter through through the experience. One, one of the things sure. I, I like to... Yes. One of the, there's a couple of things when I'm taking uh, groups there is, is how, number one, how crowded it's going to be, right. especially Jerusalem, and right. then right. how loud it's going to be. Yes. And the, you know, for the loudness here, it's going to be the buses, and you're in the Garden of Gethsemane in the private garden there, and right on the other side, they're honking the horn, screaming at each other, yelling at each other. And, and I, I, one of the things that I, I want people to understand is it was loud in Jesus' day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there, was people, there were people, most people did not care about Jesus. They right. could care less. Right. They were living their life. They right. were going to market. Uh, they were arguing with one another, doing business. They, they didn't really have a clear care in the world about another guy that came and called himself mm-hmm. Messiah. You know, one of the first trips I took, um, we were at that uh, garden tomb, which is right next to Golgotha, right, the place of the skull, where there's a... Arab uh, bus station. There's a bus station, and that's what I was going to say. First time I was there, I was aghast because all of the burned-out buses yeah. that had been bombed, let's say, were all stored there. Yeah. Underneath that cliff where the the image of the skull is, you yes. can see it in the cliff face there. And I thought, you cannot create a more appropriate yeah. symbol. Yeah. Because that cross, or, the, or that, that suffering on that place of Golgotha, he died and suffered for this. Yes. For this, this world, this broken down. And you see it, you know, when you go to Israel, you also see the conflict. Or you can feel the you conflict. You can feel the conflict, yes. There's... The nations of the world are against Israel, yeah, and you you feel it, and and, and it makes you want to pray for them. Yeah, especially in the Muslim quarter, uh, right? In the early days of the tours, we would take people through, and this again, this is just shop. The reason I think a tour is a really good uh, layer of experience is it, it is just normal. You are you have invested all this money to come. You're taking what I like to call Bible vacation. Yes. Uh, and so you're living out the Bible, but you're really on vacation, on holiday. And in the early days, we used to take people shopping. It's a great place to haggle. The, generally, they were very friendly, but not so much. Uh, we, don't go, we don't take the group in anymore. If they want to go in, we plant, we, we tell them, we warn them, we prepare them. Because, I mean, we've had everything from being spit on to mm-hmm. being pushed mm-hmm. uh, to having uh, clothes torn off. I mean, we've experienced a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's you're walking into the tension. Right. Uh, you're not walking into the tension as a Jewish person. However, you are walking into the tension as someone who is a lover of Israel. You're not coming to visit them. You're not coming to visit East Jerusalem. Right. You're not going through their neighborhoods, although they indirectly are benefited by all the that's tourists true. there. Right. They live on tourism uh, as well as anyone else. That's right. But that conflict, you you can even taste in a generally controlled environment mm-hmm. the taste of that conflict. However, 
you know, we've been there with some really heavy things happening. We were there when the, uh, we were in Israel when they, the, the, the guy went into the synagogue with a hatchet mm. uh, and attacked a couple and, and actually killed a couple people. Um, we've been there for a lot of d- difficulties, and you feel it. That's you right. especially feel it in the Muslim quarter. Yeah. I think you and I were both there in April this year, and um, there was a terrorist attack while we were in town. And, in fact, the, the, the guides were like, hey, this, be aware this is this. Uh, uh, I think a person drove his car into a crowd. That's right. That did happen. And and uh, so the yes. the guys were like, "Hey, let's let's be calm about this." But uh, yeah. this is real, and that's just a few blocks from where we were. Yes. So you feel the conflict. I remember one time I was up on the Mount of Olives. I was doing, what a beautiful place, you know. There's that perspective of Jerusalem where Jesus wept over the city. I'm giving a, a talk and a teaching, and there's a Palestinian Arab just uh, above us, yelling at us. Don't listen yeah. to him. He's feeding you with you know, lies. And, and I had to explain to them, we are living in a time and yeah. a place of conflict. Yes. And that conflict is only going to increase in the latter days. Mm-hmm. But in many ways, it's setting the stage for the Antichrist. Yeah. I mean, even Jesus in his teaching to us talked about being hated. He yes. said, if they hated me, then, then what do you, what, it's a paraphrasing, of course, the Ed Taylor paraphrase, but like, what do you expect? <laughs> yeah. what, what is it that you expect following someone if they hated me, they're going right. to hate you as well. And I find that Christians, even on, there's another layer of animosity even toward Christians, because now not only are you loyal to Israel, but you're bringing about the absolute truth of Jesus being the way, the truth, and the life, right. and bearing witness to that by your very presence there. A double defense. Yes, you double might defense. Say. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you being part of the, our podcast. Yeah, it's good. And it's great to welcome a friend. And, and uh, so to receive the latest uh, news concerning Israel with biblical commentary, please visit our website, www.blessors.org, blessers with an O.org. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Getter. Uh, love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, a Rumble channel. We appreciate your prayers so very, very much. And your ongoing financial support means so much to us as we're building a ministry to really equip the church to watch for the signs of the times to stay on the alert. So thank you for joining us on Blessings of Israel podcast. And remember, those who bless Israel will be blessed. Yes. Shalom.